Hello, it's Rafaela here from ThreadUp. I continue to support the creative community through this crisis with all sessions now on video and phone calls. For details, please check threadup.co.uk. You can also find details of free check-ins I offer on my Twitter at threadup underscore and on Instagram and Facebook at threadup. Please share this. Somebody out there might need it. Stay safe and let's get through it together. Psychomedy Daily Dose, the spin-off series of short episodes of Psychomedy during this time of near total shutdown of a live comedy circuit due to coronavirus. I'm Nathan Cassidy, stand-up comedian and Bachelor of Science in Psychology, and every day now I'm going to be talking with a different comedian about the current situation, along with passing on some hopefully really helpful and positive strategies, coping mechanisms from the counselling professionals we partner with at threadup.co.uk. I'm hoping that by sharing experiences and some positivity with comedians, we can all get through this together in the best possible way. Joining me today on Psychomedy Daily Dose, it's Justin Morehouse. Justin, hello. Hello, how are you? I'm not bad. How are you? Yeah, you know, same as everybody else, really. Just getting on with it, aren't we? Yeah, I've seen on your social media, your lockdown look is uh, approaching Mandy Patinkin. <laughs> well, yes, I went for that because I, I think he's quite a good-looking bloke, isn't he? You know what he I mean? Is. So I thought he's great. It's kind of that's sort of like middle-aged goals, isn't it? That really. <laughs> yeah, big fan of Mandy's. Big fan of yours. It's a it's a great combination. Have you been? Uh, have, you been <laughs> have you been watching Homeland? Yeah, I've just watched the last one. Have you seen it? Yeah, it's absolutely incredible. My God, the writing, I, uh... the writing, everything on it, I just think is amazing. I do, but I've got to be honest. I'm a little, I don't, no spoilers, obviously. Yeah. But I thought the ending was a little open-ended, a bit too, do you know, like sometimes when these shows end and they end in a way that they've never ended an episode before, because they have yeah. to, because it's supposed to be the last one. Yeah. But it was a bit, to me, it was a bit like happy ever after, so, <laughs> well, not, well, without giving anything away, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You wanted a massive, uh, think, you wanted a massive explosion, did you? Yeah, I wanted more death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm craving for in these pandemic times, more death. <laughs> Giving nothing away. There's a lot of death in it, that episode, but not enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is a lot of death in it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought, I thought it was nice, but I think, I think they're leaving it open, I think. They say it's the last one, but it's like a Tom Jones tour, isn't it? it, it it's going to be bad. Yeah, and that last one, that last series was filmed in Israel, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, they 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 sort of did that as a kind of favour because it's an original idea, wasn't it? And everything else they filmed most of that in Israel and then on several different places. It was a huge undertaking that last series. Yeah, that was amazing. I thought. So yeah. um, yeah. What else have you been up to? You you're you're in Manchester, aren't you? Yeah, I live in Manchester. It's yeah. funny. I I always like it when other comedians ask you where you're based, like you're some kind of light engineering firm. <laughs> I've got, got an office just off the A34, but uh, <laughs> the warehouse is further out of town because of the cost reasons. Yeah, so <laughs> I, live, um, I live South Manchester, um, yeah. which is a good, a good place to live as a comedian, really, because you've kind of, you are in the middle of the country. There's loads of gigs around it. Um, I tend to, um, because I, I'm in a sort of kind of, I'm in that, cusp between being on the circuit and touring 
yeah. where I still do circuit gigs, but if I'm honest, I don't have to do that many of them because I do enough corporate work and I tour enough and do other things that, yeah. you know, circuit is not my life, is not my lifeblood. Yeah. But I think you make the mistake if you're at the level I'm at, which is trying to break away from the circuit. I mean, that sounds disparaging that, but I'm not being disparaging. You know what I mean? It's an ambition, isn't it, from everybody to... But if you, if you walk away from a circuit before, you're, before you can afford to, you can yeah. get flabby, I think. I think you get flabby as a comedian. And I love. So what I do is I do the comedy stores, I do some glees, and I tend most of the time to work across the M62 corridor between Liverpool and Hull, which doesn't sound very Route 66, but <laughs> it is very convenient because there are gigs, you know, there's plenty of stuff in the Northwest, there's plenty of stuff in Yorkshire, and that keeps me really busy. Yeah, yeah, nice. As you say, it keeps you keeps you tight, doesn't it? So, um, I mean, you're you're yeah. a club comic and a uh, you know just a great show comic, you know. I'll, I'll, I'll thank you, but you you must have seen it where you, you're doing a gig at the weekend in some club in London, the Comedy Store or Top Secret or you know mm. somewhere great headliners, you know these great great comedy clubs, and somebody will walk on, you know Johnny Sparkles, who's got <laughs> you know. He's got a series on Channel 4 and he's just done a <laughs> film with Russell Brand. And, he, you know, it, it must be disconcerting because we're all kind of, and I know this is the point of your podcast is sometimes to delve into the mind of the comedian, mm. but we're all the same, mm. no matter where you're at. We all do this thing because we think we're funny and we want everybody to laugh at us. So when you see them walk on to a standing ovation <laughs> and come off to a, Oh yeah, it was nice <laughs> to see him. Like, like they've been at Thorpe Park. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? And I never want to be. I never, you know. I'd like. I'd like. I'd love it if I was at the comedy store one weekend and Don said, "Will you, will you, will you go up?" And I'll go, "Okay, then, Don, as a favour to you." You know what I mean? <laughs> and the MC announces you, and the club go, "Wow, we can't believe this guy!" And and when and, you know when you're the MC and you do that, it's a lovely feeling to give the audience a treat. Yeah. I mean, I've said it. I've not, I've not done it with any of the massive ones like, you know, Jerry Seinfeld or, you know, those American guys. Mm. But I've been, I've done it with, with mates, like with John Bishop. Yeah. Like the, the, the night after he'd done his um, Paris to London marathon for Comic Relief, he didn't want to watch it. He didn't want to watch it on the telly because he was a bit embarrassed. Right. So he just turned up at the Comedy Store in Manchester <laughs> and it was, honestly, to say to the audience, look, I've got a hero here for you. And they all went, what? <laughs> it's great it's really good fun so yeah so that's what I don't you didn't even ask me a question did you you <laughs> just carried on talking sorry <laughs> that's what's great about you the consummate professional I can just say hello and uh, you can feel <laughs> the that's uh, no that's great no it's uh, yeah it's beautiful yeah I was talking about yeah where, where you live yeah I've heard I've heard you talk uh, before about where you live you kind of uh but it's nice, as you'd expect of someone of your high standing in the entertainment industry. But you, <laughs> so you've got a nice, you've got a nice bit of council around you, and that's where I like to live as well. Like a bit of, uh, a bit of real yeah. London, you know, a bit of Hackney, a bit of council. I mean, I live in a like a, an old council uh, kind of place, and uh, it's nice. It's gritty. It's good to have that grit, isn't it? Well, uh, my mate Danny McLaughlin's got a great line because he lives in Chester, and he says it's so white and middle class in Chester. They have to drive 15 minutes to get a can of Rubicon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I know. I think We're swimming in Rubicon down here. Swimming in Rubicon down yeah. here. <laughs> I think if you live somewhere where your local supermarket's got the aisle where it has drums of oil and sacks of rice. <laughs> yeah. You know nice. you're living in a mixed area. That's what you want, don't you? You want a bit that's of, it. you know, you, 
you don't want to live in a homogenized alley. You want to live a bit, you know. Yeah. You want to live amongst it a bit. Yeah, I've seen the faces of families that move away when they have kids because they want to keep them safe. And after a couple of years, they come back white as a sheet, just like with so much regret. Like, oh, God, it's so boring, so sanitized, yeah. living in the middle of Cornwall or somewhere, which is beautiful for a couple I of mean, years. But, yeah. I suppose so, yeah. I mean, it's not, I, I think, because I, you know, was, I, I was brought up living in town and, and living in towns, and I just don't think I could handle that pace of life, that kind mm. of... I think it'd frustrate me if it was like 11 o'clock at night and I couldn't get some chips. I'd be like, oh, you know, this is rubbish. Yeah, yeah. So have your kids, have your kids grown up now? Are they old No, well, my son's 23. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he's grown up, not really, because he still <laughs> yeah. uh, relies on parents. My daughter is 15, and she, well, she's 15 tomorrow, actually. Okay, it's her birthday great. tomorrow, yeah. Right. Uh, in my routine, she's still 13. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I'm gonna have to change that soon. Um, so yeah. she's homeschooling at the moment. She's quite, uh, she's quite the student. I'm really quite proud of her. I don't know where it's come from. This, this kind of work ethic. She's, she's really got it. So yeah. So that's it, really. So 15, and I got my dog, and that's it, really. Uh, nice. I, 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 I'm 50 myself next week. Oh, and, uh, happy birthday! Want, thank you. I wouldn't want any more kids. No. I fucking wouldn't want any more kids. <laughs> yeah. It's nice such to fucking boy and hard a girl. work. Yeah, nice. Yeah, the girls yeah, are good. Kids. Yeah, yeah, the girls are good, aren't they? I've got a younger, younger daughter. Mine's nine and uh, my son's 12. So, yeah, the daughters are good. They knuckle down, don't they, school? Is, is your daughter the, the Mandy on the podcast, I guess? Um, Janet. Janet, yeah. sorry, I don't know why I said Mandy. Yeah, Mandy so... Patinkin again. <laughs> Mandy Patinkin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it's on my mind. Janet, yeah, yes, on the podcast. Janet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we call her Janet. Just because I've always done that with the kids. I never... Oh, me too. Me too. When I was on the radio, when I, was on the radio I used to have a, um, a local radio show and I, and I thought, you know what, the, their mates know who they are at school and everything else, but I don't. I think it's they've not chosen to be in this skit. And if I'm honest, Nathan, a lot of the time, you know, all the stuff that I talk about is rooted in truth, but we embellish it to make it more palatable. Mm. And certain things, you've exaggerated what they've said for effect and all that. And I don't want to embarrass them. So I, for me, it's a bit of a payoff. I was thinking, well, if I give them different names, they can never come <laughs> yeah. at me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That I wasn't like... you. That was a construct between the actual child and my ideal child, if you really want to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Years ago, I, I, would, I would call them George and Mildred, but uh, <laughs> that was a reference that nobody got. So then I started, calling, good, them, then I started calling them Will and Grace. And, and then everyone That's didn't get nice, that reference. Yeah. Constantly having to update it, yeah. Um, do you know? Um, do you know when? Because they've been repeating um, uh, Gavin and Stacey, haven't they, hmm. on the telly? And uh, I still, it still makes me cringe a little bit the fact that they call the families the Shipmans and the Wests. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just find that I kind of find it really. I, I, always, I often think, did nobody know that at the BBC? Was it too late by the time they got it through? But I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. I didn't it's, think about that. Yeah. You wouldn't imagine the BBC allowing that through, would you? Not oh. now, no. <laughs> but hey, we're living in different times, aren't we, Nathan? We're living in different times. <laughs> yeah, they're not allowing anything through now, so yeah. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, I noticed on the podcast, I think it was on the podcast as well, you were talking about table tennis. That's what I'm doing with my kids. I'm getting absolutely incredible at table tennis. I don't, I don't know about you in this lockdown. How big a table have you got? 
it's just like it's just the it's just the normal table but i think that makes me even better because i'm you know on the big table i can definitely hit it but i'm i'm genuinely getting amazing because that's i'm doing it every day yeah. i think you, if you do something every day you think i'm doing the well i call it the chinese way i'm sure it's not the chinese way you know there's a european and a chinese playing style um i hold the yeah. back like vertically or something so i say to my son it's the chinese way he thinks it's the chinese way yeah. he's learned he's learned it it's probably racist i don't know but um yeah he's probably yeah. going to go to some table tennis club one day and go i'm <laughs> playing the chinese way and the chinese people look at him and go what's he on about <laughs> yeah but uh yeah, yeah so we play we, we play in a small table with a pop-up net that you, you know yeah. you bought one me of them kits me too yeah. yeah so the table's quite small so it's a bit like a I'll tell you what I've brought into my game this last week. <laughs> I brought in the letting the ball drop below the table. Yes. So you can't see where I'm coming yes. from. Yes. And then, yeah. And then the other one I'm doing, I don't know if you do this, it's sometimes I just smash it into her on purpose. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think we're living identical point, lives. We're living identical yeah. lives. Surrounded by a bit of council, two kids, playing table tennis, letting it drop just below the table. You think it's gone? Yeah. No, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. There's the spin. And they don't know where it's coming from. Is that backspin back or top spinning bottom? <laughs> you know, I don't know, Dad. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you can get a lot She's of. She's two one up this week. Oh really? Really? Yeah. We play. Yeah. We we play to eleven. To, just to eleven. We play three sets, best of three. Beautiful. Uh, a day. Could we yeah. we practice a lot, but those are the competitive matches. And she yeah. just beat me two one at lunchtime. So she's she's two one up for the week. So I've got to win tomorrow. Beautiful. Yeah, it's amazing how good you can get at stuff during the, yeah. you know, I play piano all the time and I'm getting pretty good at that during lockdown. You can, yeah, so we've got a lot of time to get good at stuff during this. Uh, I'm getting good at dog walking. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I've been listening to, yeah, a few of your podcasts. It's so, uh, it's so good. You know, you're such a beautiful man to kind of listen to and be inspired by during this time. You know, you're putting comedy oh. out there, but also there's poetry on it. There's, you know, real kind of heartfelt messages. It's, um, it's, uh, you know, it's really, it's really yeah. nice. You, you seem like someone that's totally kind of in touch with their mental health and, you know, pays attention to it. I think so. My, my, when I started doing the podcast, which is quite a long time ago now, mm. um, I was thinking, do I do one in an interview one? Do I want to do one? What was the idea? And it's just the sort of, um, like it's USP is, it's just my week normally. It's normally just bumping into people backstage and chatting about this, that, and the other, and drives here and reviewing cars and talking about food. And really it's about what happens when you're not on stage as a comedian. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and, and there are times when I don't do it for ages. And <laughs> I genuinely feel bad because people write to me a lot and say, um, where's pod, where's pod? So to the point where we've got a little catchphrase now where we say hashtag no promises, because I say it's free of charge. So if I don't make it, you know, but I'm going to do one next week, no promises. Yeah. But actually it's good for my, and we have talked about mental health on it a lot. Mm. It's good for my uh, sort of like balance as well, to, especially during these lockdown times to get something out every week. To yeah, feel like you've created something and you can flog, not flog something because you're not charging for it, but to promote something and to push something. Yeah. I think it's good. And, and, and you know, you, you chat to people like, like last week's podcast, I spoke to Jeff Stevenson. Uh, I don't know if you know Jeff. Do you know Jeff? Yeah, yeah I listened to the podcast. Yeah, it was, it was great. Oh, right. So Jeff is uh, like a, an old school comic, but he's not, he's not the bad sort. You know? <laughs> and, um, <laughs> he, he, he's mainstream, but he, he's done a bit, he's done a bit on our circuit and he's a comic, he's a comics comic and he loves comedy. I spoke to him and spoke to Ronnie Cheng, who's a 
correspondent on the Daily Show. So I think you yeah. couldn't get two more different ends of the spectrum. And I think, but they're both my mates. And I think that's the nice thing to, to have your mates on it. And the characters pop up. So we've got Janet, we've got Trevor, he's my mate, who drives me about a bit. Um, yeah. And we got lot Barca Jim. We've got lots of different characters on the pod. And I, I, I just think, I just like doing it. And I suppose you, you're the same, are you? You just like oh, God, having out there. Yeah, God, I look, I look forward to this more than, more than, yeah, more than most times in the day. I shouldn't say that having kids in the house, but uh, yeah, I look forward to seeing it's my true kids. Though, but it, I look forward, yeah, it's true. Yeah, I look it's true for, though, isn't it? I mean, it's just, you know, somebody uh, told me once yeah. that you love your kids, but they're not your mates, are they? <laughs> yeah, certainly you not know, your these best people mates. Who go, my son is my best friend. I think get some better fucking friend, mate. Because <laughs> if your best friend is someone who shits himself and like <laughs> cries if you don't give him sweets, you need a better mate than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, I really look forward to this every day. That's why I'm doing it daily. I might do it three times a day. I look forward to it so much. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and you're also uh, a bit of a saint, um, if you don't mind me saying so. At this time, you're not only putting comedy out there, but you're helping in you're volunteering with the NHS and driving medicine and people around. You're still doing that. And yeah, you know what, mate. Yeah. But you, you know what. I wish, this is genuinely the truth now, mm. I started doing this because uh, I, was, I wanted something to do because I wanted to keep busy and I wanted to keep my head going. Mm. And uh, you get, when you do stuff like volunteer, you do get more out of it than you put in. It does you good, you feel great about it. Yeah. And they asked me at this car scheme where I drive about, they went, would you let people know you're doing it? Just stick a picture on there. And I said, yes. And then you put it out there and you think, oh God, it feels a bit like, you know, you're fishing for likes. You're, you're a bit <laughs> yeah. like, like me, like me, like me. But, and then I thought to myself, well, if somebody thinks that, then they don't like me anyway, do they? So it doesn't really matter. Well, I don't think people would think that at this time. I really, I really don't. I think I would hope, I would hope that people's attitudes are changing. And when they see that, they just think, great on him. He's not only putting comedy out there. I would, I would hope. Maybe I'm hoping too much for humanity but uh, god i would hope yeah well some so. people won't but you can't you know what you're never going to get 100 percent of people either liking or disliking something we know that as comedians yeah so and who cares? do you know what yeah. i'm not nathan yeah who cares and yeah and actually um it's do you know what it's so nice like so you turn up and you just chat to people you, you compare mm. the car a bit really <laughs> yeah. where, you yeah. where are you from then marjorie where, where, yeah. where were you born and all that it's so, yeah, yeah. so most of most of it is doing prescription so you'll go and pick a prescription up from the chemist and um take it and, and sort of deliver it safely or, mm. or then you take people for appointments so i do that yeah. uh, and then that just it depends on whenever they ring me so i like to do two or three of them a day and then in between other things and it's normally very very local so that's nice yeah. I'm cover on my bike, not the not the hospital drop-offs, just the medicine. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then on Fridays, I volunteered at a food bank, and that, my friend, has been an eye opener. Mm. Because I like to think of myself as a kind of uh, liberal-minded, you know, everyone deserves a chance in life kind of guy. But there is every one of us has that thing in us where we go scroungers or you know what i mean or really you know i bet you know i bet there's a few swinging it there and that sort of thing mm. mate the kind of people who come in are like just everybody families old people young people people who are threatened with homelessness people who have uh, suffered domestic violence and 
you know, they're not coming in and getting a hamper. Hmm. They're coming in and getting whatever we can scrape together to put in plastic bags for them. And it's all tinned, dried food. It's not, you know, it's humiliating for them. And especially now, mate, because they have to come and queue outside. And luckily the weather's been all right. But they have yeah. to queue outside. And then there's a sort of like taped out square on the floor where we go and put their bags down for them. And they come yeah. and get them off us. I mean, it's, fuck me, man. You know, hmm. I mean, we're... We're all, we're all three or four bad decisions away from that. You've got yeah. to remember that about yourself. So, well, we're particularly, always... Particularly now, I think we're, we, we, you know, so many more of us have uh, seen that we're only one or two months away from, from needing that. Definitely. You know? um, yeah. I mean, I've been, I mean, I've been proper skint in my time oh. through my own fault, you know, through when I was younger, I was a bit of a knobhead and I was homeless for a while and. Right. sort of couch surfed and I lived in a car for a few months and stayed in a caravan and, and was on benefits and was trying to, you know, get my way through. I thought I was a ducker and a diver, but what I was, was just a waste. I was wasting my time. Right. And, and I think those people, people like me, I, you know, I learned a lot from that and I kind of, you know, pulled myself together and I'm quite self-resilient. I think most comedians are, aren't we? We're kind of self-starters and we've got to be, you know, you've got to have the gumption to get from A to B and know the cheapest way to get a train ticket to Leamington Spa and yeah. you need that, you need those life skills. And I think most of us have got that. But yeah. these people that I'm serving now, they're not people like that. They're not, you know, Jack the lads who are messing about on the dole. You know, they're families and, and oh. it's just... I don't know, mate. It's kind of really uh, not affected me, but it's kind of resonated with me and kind of made me made me think that after all this time ends, I think I want to actually do something practical every week. We can all do benefits and gigs and things like that, but actually getting in there and getting your hands dirty and doing something is good. It's good for the soul as well. Yeah, and it's good for other people to see you doing that. Like my mates have seen me and gone, "All oh, right, glad you're doing that." And then they've turned up with bags of food for the food bank and they've done, you know, so if I'm a catalyst for that, I think that's good. And it's good yeah. for me as well. Yeah. I have to be careful in case my halo slips and fucking chokes <laughs> me, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh no, man, that's, that's so, that's, that's so great. And uh, as I say, I think you, you inspire people. And I think I would, I would hope that we're all changing to a certain extent and we're all thinking along those lines, but you're, you're doing it. And that's just uh, so, so great, man. So great. Lovely. Cheers, man. But you know what? Genuinely, and this is not me just going, I don't like to talk about charity. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's nothing, mate. It's nothing. It's, it's dead easy for me to do. It's nothing. Yeah. It's, it's not, it, honestly, no yeah. skin. It's no skin. It's easy. Sure. I like it. It gets me out and of the house say, and I get more you. out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I get more out of it than I, than I put in. I'm just driving yeah. around in my car, listening to six music in the sunshine, dropping Brilliant. prescriptions off. Right. Yeah. Lovely. And as you say, practicing your jokes, probably practicing, practicing your new, your new bits <laughs> on the. They think you're being nice to them, but you just, you know, are oh, you from Liverpool? Are you? Oh, there we yeah, go. Yeah. You're Trump. <laughs> yeah. yeah. um, there's a there's a circuit, you know. Do you know Do you know about this? There is a there is an afternoon circuit. Right. Do you know about this? I've done a few and, afternoon gigs in London, you... but no, I've, I've not done. I've not done about yeah. The circuit, so, so for pensioners. Yeah. So pensioners don't want to go out at night, so they get them in. There's, there's a big one in Liverpool once a week right. at the Royal Court Theatre, and they come in and have soup and a sandwich, a cup of tea. There's a singer and a comic on, and the magic act. Mate, <laughs> they get 2,000 people in. Really? Honestly, and they're doing them in different places. This is the future, mate. 
an elderly <laughs> population, comedians with time on their hands. Yeah. Mate, we're all going to be doing them. It's going to be the new junglers. <laughs> Will it be as corrupt? Um, <laughs> yeah. <do> you, <laughs> have you done those gigs? Have you, um, have you done them yet? No. No, okay. no, but I'm going to. Definitely. Yeah. Jamie Sutherland's the man for them. Jamie Sutherland does them. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I mean, we've all got to think of different ways of doing things. Um, yeah, you were talking on your podcast about the online gigs, I think, with uh, Joe Caulfield, and you told a, well, she told a nice story, or you, one of you did about um, uh, Adam Bloom, <laughs> which is great. There, there, there are certain comedians, I guess, that it's going to be hard, these online gigs. I've seen a few, but I've, uh, I've seen a few at the end of the gigs where the comedian stops doing their set. I've missed the set. But then they do a bit of banter with the MC and the MC goes, oh, well, that was different, wasn't it? And you see the comedian's face and I've never seen them so white. I mean, you, you often see comedians just got a death, but it's just, it's something in their eyes that they think not only have I died there, but my career's over. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. It's a real heartfelt, painful death. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it's like, I also think as well, that you died on your ass in your house. <laughs> you, you sort of spoiled your house and the smell of death in your house there, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And it's so strange because often you can't hear the laughter anyway. So it's not like you could tell, but you just know yourself. You know yourself that was bad. You know yourself yeah, that definitely. was embarrassing. And um, yeah, I'm going to start doing one or two. And I've just, uh, yeah, I'm probably going to go the same way. <laughs> yeah, do it, do, it, do yeah. it in someone else's house. I think that is the key. Absolutely. That's the key. I've done, I've done one. Um, I've done I've done one and it was a corporate for for Chris Gilbert and it was fine because yeah. he hosted it like it was the one show, so he uh, hosted okay. it and he kept going to different bands and we kept it. so that was fine. But uh, I've been doing some quizzes. That's what I've been doing mm. uh, for companies like corporate quizzes. Yeah, and I've also been uh, I've also been doing um, I'm doing a, <laughs> I'm doing a bingo game tomorrow night for a big company. Oh, so it's like yeah. funny bingo. So we're just trying different things, mate. That's what we're doing. Trying yeah. different things. Those things really work, I think. I mean, are you? I mean, you've got obviously several strands to your career, but are you, are you, are you worried about the future of the industry? And obviously, you know, your mates are maybe at a lower level, and it's uh, it's looking like it might be a long time before we're back. You know. Yeah, I think adapt. That's what we'll have to do. Adapt. Yeah. Um, it could be that you know, it could be that you know, those guys that were teetering on the edge of whether to give up or not, yeah, give up now and yeah. become you know full time. I think there's a it's a weird one, really. It's used to say, but there's a lot of blockage in the system, isn't there? There's a lot of people clogging it up in the middle who aren't going anywhere, who don't want to get any better. Yeah. And it's hard for people to break through. I think this might get rid of a lot of those. So what I'm saying is this global pandemic, <laughs> pandemic whilst it's killing hundreds of thousands of people, maybe an enema to the, uh, <laughs> the mid-ranking comedy circuit is what we need. <laughs> it's what we've needed for so long. I won't be surprised yeah. if you started it, Justin. Uh. <laughs> Just, well, it's not me. It's for, it's for those below oh. me, Nathan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, beautiful. Yeah, well, yeah. You're still doing the radio and stuff, and uh, I often hear you on Fighting Talk, which I think is one of the, one of the programmes that is immune to this um you know doing it in a different way because it's never had a laughter track and it's as good as it's ever been fighting talk i think it's brilliant yeah i mean you tell that to mike who produces my podcast who works on the show because they it takes them hours to edit it now though uh, okay. because they're all recording them at home separately right and yeah. uh with lag and all that sort of stuff going on <laughs> yeah, yeah. and people 
people backgrounds changing and things like that. So uh, right. I think he's um, I think he's he's pleased with it, but uh, they're working hard on it to make it to make it sound good. I've done one of them, and uh, it took ages for us to do because halfway through we all stop and upload our tracks because I don't want to lose everything. Right. Um, but it did. It took it took a long. It took Martin Kellner apparently fifty five minutes to upload his audio. <laughs> you all just have to wait for him to do that. Oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah. So that's great. And you're on the BBC Radio Manchester, aren't you? And, uh, do that on a Saturday. Yeah, yeah I've got nice. a few extra shows. I'm just hoping, because of the, a lot of the people who work on it are quite old, I'm hoping that one or two of them get mildly ill and I get a couple <laughs> of weeks' work out of it. But so far... The halo slipping. Really the halo slipping, Justin. Careful. They've been, they've been bloody self-isolating and looking after themselves. It's almost like they're doing it on... They're doing it properly. <laughs> nice. Justin, thank you. I mean, thank you so much for coming on. There's so much I want to talk to you about, but I know you have other stuff to do. We haven't even mentioned sport, really. And, um, yeah, there football, is no sport. Football, football coming back. And uh, I've, I've actually changed my mind in, in the last week on that. As a Liverpool fan, as a Liverpool fan, I'm like, definitely want the season back. But now I'm thinking, yeah. oh, forget about it. Let's forget about it. It's, uh, yes. it's, we can find mental health, good mental health inside of us with friends and family and stuff like this and not have to watch football, you know. It's going to be, I mean, I put a thing on the other day saying, um, talking about sport, talking about football, is, it seems weird at the moment, something like that. Yeah. And the, the anger that, you, if you tweet anything about football, <laughs> yeah. the anger, yeah. I mean, it's just not worth it, mate. I mean, right. I've had a couple of them this week. I've had that. And then I had, I did this joke on Twitter that said, um, uh, I'd seen my next door neighbour struggling to put a green bin out and they're not collecting them. And every week she keeps putting it out and it's getting heavier and heavier. You'd think somebody would have told her, right? <laughs> That's the joke. <laughs> and the, the number of people that are replying, why, why didn't you tell her? <laughs> be kind. <laughs> Using the hashtag, be kind. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. And now I've just noticed that Age UK have just started following me. <laughs> They want to book you for gigs. Um, oh, they're gonna, <laughs> mate. They're gonna, they're gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be in the evening news, aren't I, mate? Oh gosh. <laughs> oh man. Thank you so much for for coming on, and we can get you on wherever your Twitter and uh, you're so good on Twitter yeah, and, and everywhere house. and and in your house. Yeah, all come round to Justin's yeah, house. Hey, love to speak to you, yeah, mate. Yeah, beautiful. Look and you, family. Yes, and you. Thank you so all much. Lots of love. The amazing Justin Morehouse there. What a thrill to have him on. Do check out his podcast. I've just searched for it, actually. On, um, I searched for it on the BBC podcast, which it doesn't show up on. Fighting Talk. You can get Fighting Talk if you search BBC Sounds. If you search Justin Morehouse on BBC Sounds, you get um, Justin's house with um, that Mr Tumble guy. who talk, Yeah, talking about impressions yesterday with Shanoa Allen. That's the one impression I can do. Here we go. <clears throat> Who's in Mr. Tumble's house today? What's in Mr. Tumble's spotty bag? <laughs> there we go. Yes, Justin Morehouse's podcast is um, called About 30 Minutes, not more than 45. And uh, it's brilliant, as I say. Check it out. So that was our show for today. Join us again tomorrow for more Psy Comedy Daily Dose. Please listen back on all the daily shows, all the main shows. Please give us a five-star review. Psy Comedy is produced by Mike Hansen at Pop People Productions. Check out psycomedy.co.uk. There's mental health tips from our counselling partners at ThreadUp. I'm Nathan Cassidy. Lots of love to you all. If you want to support the podcast, please go to patreon.com slash Nathan Cassidy Comedy. 
any donations are so greatly received at this time. But yes, hopefully, it's the weekend now. Hopefully, tomorrow, Sunday, Sunday, we'll get some good news from the government. We'll be free soon. Stay healthy, stay optimistic. Tune back in for more Psychomedy Daily Dose tomorrow. Pod people.